You're listening to The Best Today Podcast, episode 38. Let's get started. Welcome to The Best Today Podcast. I'm your host, Shante Grant, creator of The Best Today Guide and owner of The Best Today Brand, where we equip women with resources to help you show up as your best one today at a time. If you're ready to trade chaos, comparison, and busy for intentional living, you are in the right place. We believe that intention begins with first knowing who you are and what you want. Here on the podcast, we'll have conversations together about topics that matter to you on the journey of becoming, because we know that being your best leads to doing your best. So welcome to the podcast created to help women all across the globe proclaim this is what my best today looks like. Let's get started. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Best Today Podcast. Today, we are talking about returning to in-person work. And so I'm recording this episode in late 2021. And for most of us, since March of 2020, so almost getting very close to two years. Is that right? <laughs> yes, I was doing my math. Um, March of 2020, um, we, a lot of us have lived in, I don't want to use the term new normal, but for lack of a better phrase, um, just a different We've had different experiences as it relates to outside. Um, and that has looked like working from home, being out uh, as, not as much as you normally would, traveling not as much as you normally would, wearing masks in public, social distancing, virtual school, and a host of other things that I may not even be aware of because they might not have happened to me or anyone in my close realm. But a lot of things as a result of COVID-19, coronavirus, uh, the pandemic. And because of that, um, and we're starting to see some shifts and some people more than others, where I know a number of you are beginning to return to work in person, or perhaps maybe you already have returned back to work in person full time. And I want to offer you four things today that may help you um, if you have any apprehension about returning to work in person. And I know for each person, how you feel about going back is different and they're different for different reasons. Even if two people feel the same emotion about going back, it could be for totally different reasons. And I know that because I've had the opportunity to talk to so many of you all about making this transition back to work. And if you're listening to this and you're still working from home, I want you to still listen to this week's episode, but know that next week, I'm actually going to talk about those of you who are working from home because I know that there's that split. And then I know some of you have the hybrid where you're in person sometimes and at home sometimes. So for the hybrid person, listen to both episodes because you're going to get the benefits of both and really for everyone to listen to both episodes because as with everything that I teach the principles can be applied um, to different situations but the reason I wanted to bring this to the podcast is because it was a question I received multiple times in different facets um, in different places and so I always like to address it one place and then I can direct everyone to that one source and that is right here on the podcast um, so let's talk about these four things that can really help you as you return to in-person work um, 
And they're in no particular, I don't think they're in a particular order. Oh, they are in a particular order, actually. Actually, it doesn't matter. Listen to all four, because <laughs> now I'm reading them and I'm like, are they in a particular order? Uh, the first one I think is needs to be first. And so let's get straight to it with the four things that I have to help you as you return to work in person. Number one is to identify how you feel about it and understand that you may have mixed feelings about it. But whatever they are, I think it is very important that you identify what that is so you can then use that information to determine, okay, what am I going to do about that? And also explore it. Why do I feel that feeling? You know, are you excited? Maybe you're excited because you're missing your coworkers or you miss being social and chatting with other adults. Maybe you like having a physical divide between work and home. Are you dreading it? And if you are, why is it because I don't want to chat with people in person and whatever your feelings are, and there are so many options for what that could be. I want you to identify how do you feel? And then with each of the things you feel, address them, question yourself about and not question yourself, meaning have a conversation with yourself, essentially understanding why did I feel this way? Because with each of those things, there's something that you might need to do about those things and address. Maybe like I'm going to talk about in a second, those are giving you places where you need to set some boundaries at work um, to address whatever the feeling is. And because it's so varied, I'm not going to give specific examples. Um, So first is identify how you feel so that you can do something about the ones that the feelings aren't good, essentially. If you're excited, all right, be excited. Yay, going back to work. But if there's any type of apprehension there, really take the time to ask yourself why so that you can proactively start thinking about, here's what I'm going to do to address these concerns, okay? So that's number one, identify how you feel so you can do something about it. Number two is, What boundaries do you want to instill and make clear upon your returning to the office? Or if you've already returned to the office, now that you're back, what boundaries do you want to instill and make clear upon returning? And so I define boundaries as like you would a physical boundary. Um, It's creating a line, um, a divide, some type of line and clearly communicating it and clearly enforcing it. If you're not clearly communicating and clearly enforcing it, I don't think it's a boundary. Um, So in order for a boundary to be a boundary, you got to, people have to know it exists, right? And then you you have to enforce when it's crossed um, so that it's very clear, like, no, 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 this is the boundary. You have now crossed it. You are outside of the allowable zone. Um, And boundaries aren't about being mean, nasty, aggressive, whatever words people want to, you know, put on it. And for you, it's not for you to communicate in a mean, nasty, rude way. It's clearly just explaining this is what is allowed from this to this. And this is what is not. It's literally creating a boundary. (laughs) Um, To me, that's very clear. But if if it's not, there's a fantastic book. Um, on boundaries. I was trying to see if I had it anywhere in my visual site. I will link to it on the podcast and I'm hoping one day, oh, here it is, to have the author on the podcast. Um, Found it. It is called Set Boundaries, Find Peace, A Guide to Reclaiming Yourself. Um, I will link to this in the show notes to today's episode. I'm going to talk about boundaries well a lot forever because they're, they're necessary. If we want to live a life of intention, I can't think of anyone I know who lives a life of intention well, who doesn't have boundaries in some form or fashion somewhere. 
So when I say boundaries, I say all that for the person who hears the word boundaries and thinks, oh, that's mean. Oh, that's harsh. Mm. Oh, that's loving yourself and the people you do life with, actually, because boundaries are beneficial. Um, first of all, you, you create them create them for the benefit of yourself. But the only person who's offended by your boundaries are people who benefit from you not having any. You can rewind that and listen to that again. Okay, so for those of you who have had time away from work, right? Uh, perhaps there are things that you learned when you were away from the physical office. You might've learned, hmm, there are things you liked that weren't present before. So there are things that you were able to do or um, things that being away from the office helped you to understand, man, I didn't, I really liked that when I was in the office or I didn't like that when I was in the office. Um, and now you can decide what boundaries do you need to put in place and communicate when you're back in the office to basically enforce the thing that you have now learned, the data. That's what life is. Like we live life, we get data, we receive the data, we review the data. We change, tweak, or keep going the same depending on what the data gives us and we keep going. No difference here. We think about, okay, I'm going back and here's something that I want to be different. Here's something I want to be the same, but I want to make sure it is the same because it's been a while since we're gone. So here, based on that data, here's what I'm going to do. I feel like I'm making this complicated, so I'm going to stop. What boundaries do you want to instill and make very clear upon returning to the office? That's the question for you. That's number two. Will you work with your door closed for a certain period of time to avoid banter and office gossip that you don't want to take part in or so that you can actually, I don't know, hmm, do your job while you're at your job? Do you want to communicate? Do you need to communicate to the person who's always coming by with the office tea? Um, actually, I don't want to participate in these conversations, so please don't bring those to me. Boundary. So then that person knows when they need to come and tell you that, you know, office meeting at three, they can tell you that. But when they're coming to tell you that Jan is sleeping with Jim, you can say, eh, mm, mm, boundary, I don't, nope, not my business, right? Do you need to communicate that you don't respond to work emails outside of the defined work hours? What are the boundaries that need to be communicated to whomever they need to be communicated to, to help you now that you are back in work at work so that you can, here's the thing, these boundaries help you do the thing you're there to do, which is your job, which is to work, right? So they benefit your employer because it's going to be the boundaries that help you to do the thing you're there to do. But also it's gonna benefit you because it allows you to do the thing you're there to do in a way in which keeps you at peace of mind and actually lets you do what you're there to do. I mean, that's what these boundaries are for when we're talking about boundaries at work. They're so that you can do the job that is at hand in the way that is best for you to do it so that you can, I want my I would want my team to be at their best. And so they need to be able to properly do the thing that they're there to do. I think I'm making sense. So I'm gonna move on to number three, which is very similar, um, but is adjust any boundaries that were blurred or crossed because of the nature of working from home. At Best Today, we exist to help women just like you be your best one today at a time. So each week on the podcast, we are going to highlight your stories and your voices. So let's see what's in the inbox today. This week, we've got a message from Emmy. She's talking about the Plans Be Done online program. Emmy writes that the Planning Plans Be Done workshop helped me immensely in not just understanding how to make a plan, but how to plan so that you can actually take action, not relying on feelings or willpower. The method is simple, but it's gold. 
It can be molded to fit any plan of any size. I've already implemented this method to plan out three major projects, two involving multiple people and one project I usually stress over every year, sending out Christmas cards. We'll see how it goes. And I feel as a former procrastinator planner, it's such a relief that I've laid out the map and now I can go do what matters. This method is so versatile. It can help you for a lifetime. Honestly, the best workshop I invested in this entire year. Thank you so much, Emmy. Emmy's feedback is what we are consistently hearing from our customers. Our customers are even saying as much as they have loved all of our other programs in the past, this is the program that they have been able to implement the most, um, the quickest, I guess I was going to say the most quick, the quickest. Um, even as much as we love the taco, um, most people have said that it was this plans be done that allowed them to immediately get started. You have all the tools, everything you need, right there and you can get started. So if you are someone who wants to learn how to create and complete your plans and eliminate perfectionism and procrastination, you want Plans Be Done. You can find it online at besttodayguide.com or go to plansbedone.com and it'll take you right there. That's plansbedone.com. And thank you so much, Emmy, for sharing, sharing how much you have enjoyed and how much you've already done. Three major projects already. Um, I love that. So go to plansbedone.com and get yourself enrolled right now. So I understand that there were, you know, working from home for people who always have worked in an office space present could present um, the need to do some things differently. So perhaps it was okay for your leaders or your clients or your customers to contact you on your personal phone during work from home time. Maybe that's something you did. Okay. Um, but now that we're back, that's no longer a thing we're going to do. What we're going to do is lose my personal number. You don't have to say it that way. But what it could be is we need to adjust that line that was crossed, which in my opinion shouldn't have been crossed in the first place. But you know what? That's me. I'm going to mind my business. The only way you can say now instead, the only way to contact me is through my work number or my work email. That could be the thing because one of the benefits of having a physical space is you have a work number or a work email. Um, well, the work email is wherever you are. So perhaps now the boundary is, oh, I'm so excited we're back in office now. Here are the ways that you can communicate with me here on going forward. My work number is blah, 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 blah. And my work email is blah, blah, blah. And if you have an assistant, you can tell them your work number is your assistant's number. Um, but just setting those boundaries that got blurred a little bit when things were different. And now that we're back on track, let's let's bring us back or it might even not be bringing us back. Let's bring it to somewhere that's new that should have been here in the first place or that I have discovered is better now. Right. So look for those boundaries that were blurred or crossed or basically thrown out the window um, or maybe didn't even exist when you were working from home. And now how do we now get people back? We can acknowledge that, yes, this is how we did it there. Here's how it's going to be now going forward. This will look like this. So yes, it used to look like this, but now here's what it is. It used to be A, now it's B. That's, that's clearly communicated and this is enforced. And this is how, this is the method in which we ABC, right? Adjust them back to where they were before or where they need to be. Um, and it really gets easy to um, blur these lines, I've seen it a lot. Again, I bring to this podcast, not only my experience, but listening and talking to so many women at so many ages and stages of life from all over the country, all over the globe. And, and I'm 
I hear the different scenarios. I hear the commonalities in so many of them as well. And one of the things that I know to be true is there are a lot of blurring of the lines going on. I think I'm going to be talking about the frog in the pot in like every episode <laughs> because that along with the tortoise and the hare are just so applicable to so many of the things that I teach. But um, if you haven't heard, I don't know who who has the credit for this story anecdote, but essentially it's, you know, you try to put a frog in a pot of boiling water, it's going to jump right out. The frog's not going to sit in your boiling water and let you boil him to death. But what the frog will do is allow you to put him in kind of just regular temperatured water that he might normally live in and slowly degree by degree by degree warm him up. And so the temperature is changing, but because you did it incrementally and slowly, eventually you get them right where you wanted them, which is in the boiling water, but they don't realize it because it's been a slow change, a slow shift. Something that started off as a triangle has morphed into a rectangle hexagon, octagon. It's like, okay, it only had three sides when we started, but we slowly added in all these other concepts and pieces. That's happening a lot. And I'm going to be talking about that in episode, I think 40, but that's happening a lot in culture and in society, but at work in the workplace too. And so what I need you to do is acknowledge those places so that you can adjust and put those boundaries back in place. Like, er, let's get that temperature back to where we agreed it would be when I got in this water, right? We, I told you I'm not going to be boiled. So please stop trying to get me closer and closer to boiling point. I need to keep the temperature right here, which is the temperature that I agreed upon, right? Um, so it's time now. Now is the time to say something and to address these boundaries now. You know, when you're at work, I want you to work. Work at work, not at home, if that's now the new agreement, back in physical place. You know, and if your line of work, I know is one that ends with you in work and then you go home and later you do more work, have boundaries even around that, whether that's I'm not gonna work at the dinner table or I will work after my children go to bed or I will work after I've had my workout when I do what I need or I will only work for X number of hours because those are the two, you know, two hours. Let's say you usually get off at five, but you live at three to do whatever, you get home, there would have been two more hours in the typical work day. So you do two more hours at work. You know, what are those boundaries you even have to put around yourself? Because I know as being a former and a currently recovered workaholic, that it's really easy, particularly when you love what you do, um, to be all con- for it to be all consuming. And so if that's not what you want it to be, um, here's how we do that. We not only put boundaries on other people, but you have to put some boundaries to protect yourself. So sometimes the boundaries drawn so you can protect you from you. Okay. Um, So number three is just to adjust any boundaries that were blurred or crossed because of the nature of what working from home may have looked like for you and your business and your work. Uh, And number four is to prioritize your time away from work. Make sure they're clear divides. Um, What will you do each day, which I ask this all the time, it's in the best today guide. What are you going to do each day for your mental, emotional, physical health? Were there things that you were able to include in your day when you were working from home that you really loved? How can you keep those in your day, even if it looks different, even if it's a different time of the day, part of the day, if it's shorter time period, how can you keep those things that matter to you, that fuel you and take care of you in your day? 
now that you're leaving, and I know that adds the time frame of, you know, maybe now putting on real clothes and traffic and transportation and going back and forth. I understand that's time that now has been lost with the benefit of being home, but that doesn't mean we now have also lost you and the other parts of your life because work, I think we talked about this last week, is one part of your life, not your life. And if it is, then you go go do that with your bad self. You probably listened to the wrong podcast though. Um, so those are the four things, really simple for you to consider, or I won't say really simple, straightforward um, that to give you to think about that can really help you as you make that transition back into work um, or as you now are back into the physical space. And the thing is, this makes a transition best for you, for your employer and for your work. Everybody wins when you can be present at work and work at work and be present wherever you are after work. You know, everyone wins when you take when you take care of your mental, emotional and physical health. Everyone who matters to you and your life benefits when you are at your best, when you've taken care of yourself. So those are the four things I have for you, for those of you who are turning to work and just thinking about these small things that you can do to really protect your health, um, to allow you to be present and intentional at work, um, and then also be present and intentional in all the things that you do beyond work. It's the one, identify how you feel so you can do something about those feelings and really sit with those and understand where they come from. Number two, ask yourself and create create boundaries. Um, um, what boundaries do you need to instill and make clear from when you return to the office? And you may ask how are two and three different. So two is more of what are the boundaries that you need to instill? Um, just like these are the things that need to take place. And three is to adjust any boundaries that were blurred or crossed. So three is all about, okay, we've been doing things this way for the last 18 months. Now we're going to, this is how it's going to be, right? So this is those things that kind of shifted a little bit while we were working from home that need to come to something different. So that's what I mean by three, but feel free if, if combining two and three makes more sense for you, feel free. But just know there are some things that need to be put in place that have nothing to do with, with what happened at work from home. And there are some boundaries that need to be put in place because we need to undo the thing that we have been doing and bring it back over here. Okay, so that makes sense. And number four is to make sure you're prioritizing time away from work and that there's some clear divides there and that you're still taking care of you and understanding that this again is just one part of what you know your life essentially so those are the four things i have for you if you have questions about these let's talk about it over in our membership the best today membership is our exclusive membership built outside of social media where it's really the only place where i'm hanging out with our customers um, and our people you can join us at best today community.com besttodaycommunity.com it's also linked on our website at besttodayguide.com I'd love to see you in there let's talk about this episode what questions do you have feedback um, love to hear from you and in the meantime thank you so much for being present with me for this week's episode of the best today podcast until next time please remember that you are capable and you are worthy of being your best one today at a time and you already have everything you need to have everything you want so go on and shout it out as you live it out one today at a time. This is what my best today looks like. I'll talk to you again on next week's episode. We're going to talk about those of you who are working from home. Talk to you soon. If you enjoyed this week's episode of the best today podcast, you are going to love the best today guide. Our better than a planner guide teaches you how to get clear on what you want 
identify your self-destructive habits and behaviors, and intentionally create space to prioritize yourself every single day. Don't go the journey to being your best one today at a time without the Best Today Guide. See inside its pages and order yours today at besttodayguide.com. Even better, when you order the Best Today Guide, we gift you with your first month free inside of the Best Today membership. So what are you waiting for? We're giving you everything you need to trade busy for intention. Go to besttodayguide.com and order yours today and join thousands of women across the globe proclaiming each day, this is what my best today looks like.